More than 300 million people in the world speak English, and the rest, it sometimes seems, try to. It would be charitable to say that the results are sometimes mixed. Consider this hearty announcement in a Yugoslavian hotel. The flattening of underwear with pleasure is the job of the chambermaid, turned to her straight away. Or this warning to motorists in Tokyo. When a passenger of the foot heave in sight, tootle the horn. Trumpet at him melodiously at first, but if he still obstacles your passage, then tootle him with vigor. Or these instructions gracing a packet of convenience food from Italy. Besmear a backing pan, previously buttered with a good tomato sauce, and, after, dispose the cannelloni, lightly distanced between them in a only couch. Clearly, the writer of that message was not about to let a little ignorance of English stand in the way of a good meal. In fact, it would appear that one of the beauties of the English language is that with even the most tenuous grasp, you can speak volumes if you show enough enthusiasm, a willingness to tootle with vigor, as it were. To be fair, English is full of booby traps for the unwary foreigner. Any language where the unassuming word fly signifies an annoying insect, a means of travel, and a critical part of a gentleman's apparel is clearly asking to be mangled. Imagine being a foreigner and having to learn that in English, one tells a lie but the truth. That a person who says, I could care less, means the same thing as someone who says, I couldn't care less. That a sign in a store saying, all items not on sale, doesn't mean literally what it says, that every item is not on sale, but rather that only some of the items are on sale. That when a person says to you, how do you do, he will be taken aback if you reply with impeccable logic, how do I do what? The complexities of the English language are such that even native speakers cannot always communicate effectively, as almost every American learns on his first day in Britain. Indeed, Robert Birchfield, editor of the Oxford English Dictionary, created a stir in linguistic circles on both sides of the Atlantic when he announced his belief that American English and English English are drifting apart so rapidly that within 200 years the two nations won't be able to understand each other at all. That may be, but if the Briton and American of the 22nd century baffle each other, it seems altogether likely that they won't confuse many others, not at least if the rest of the world continues expropriating words and phrases at its present rate. Already Germans talk about ein image problem and das Cashflow. Italians program their computers with il software. French motorists going away for a weekend break pause for les refueling stops. Poles watch Televisia. Spaniards have a flirt. Austrians eat Big Macs. And the Japanese go on a pikuniku. For better or worse, English has become the most global of languages, the lingua franca of business, science, education, politics, and pop music. For the airlines of 157 nations out of 168 in the world, it is the agreed international language of discourse. In India, there are more than 3,000 newspapers in English. The six member nations of the European Free Trade Association conduct all their business in English, 
even though not one of them is an English-speaking country. When companies from four European countries, France, Italy, Germany, and Switzerland, formed a joint truck-making venture called Iveco in 1977, they chose English as their working language because, as one of the founders, Riley, observed, it puts us all at an equal disadvantage. For the same reasons, when the Swiss company Brown Boveri and the Swedish company ASEA merged in 1988, they decided to make the official company language English. And when Volkswagen set up a factory in Shanghai, it found that there were too few Germans who spoke Chinese and too few Chinese who spoke German. So now Volkswagen's German engineers and Chinese managers communicate in a language that is alien to both of them, English. Belgium has two languages, French and Flemish. Yet, on a recent visit to the country's main airport in Brussels, I counted more than 50 posters and billboards, and not one of them was in French or Flemish. They were all in English.